Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Word of the Day. Today we're looking at striving and we're in 1 Thessalonians uh, chapter 2. start in chapter two here i need a mo- i need a mo- motivational signal oh mm. nice big gulp all right here we go uh, you know brothers that our visit to you was not a failure we had previously suffered and been insulted in philippi as you know uh, but with the help of our god we dared to tell you his gospel in spite of strong opposition For the appeal we make does not spring from error or impure motives, nor are we trying to trick you. On the contrary, we speak as men approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We are not trying to please men, but God, who tests our hearts. You know we never used flattery, nor did we put on a mask to cover up greed. God is our witness. We are not looking for praise from men. Not from you or anyone else. As apostles of Christ, we could have been a burden to you, but we were gentle among you, like a mother caring for her children. We loved you so much that we were delighted to share with you not only the gospel of God, but our lives as well, because you had become so dear to us. Surely you remember, brothers, our toil and hardship. We worked night and day in order not to be a burden to anyone while we preached the gospel of God to you. You are witnesses, and so is God, how holy, righteous, and blameless we were among you who believed. For you know that we dealt with each of you as a father deals with his own children, encouraging, comforting, and urging you to live lives worthy of God who calls you into his kingdom and glory. And we also thank God continually because when you received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it not as the word of men, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. For you, brothers, became imitators of God's churches in Judea, which are in Christ. You suffered from your own countrymen the same things those churches suffered from the Jews, who killed the Lord Jesus and his prophets and also drove us out. They displeased God and are hostile to all men in their efforts to keep us from speaking to the Gentiles so that they may be saved. In this way, they also heap up their sins to the limit. The wrath of God has come upon them at last. But brothers, when we were torn away from you for a short time, in person, not in thought, out of our intense longing, we made every effort to see you. For we wanted to come to you. Certainly I, Paul, did again and again, but Satan stopped us. For what is our hope, our joy, or the crown in which we will glory in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ when it, he comes? It is not, is it not you? Indeed, you are our glory and joy. So, um, this week, this, this verse really spoke to me in, on the topic of uh, striving. Paul, 
you know, follows this pattern in this passage where he, um, he talks about what he strived for, then he talks about his motives and what he did, and then again what he strives for and what his mo his motives and and then what he did. And you see it, for example, in verse two. Um, we we uh, we previously suffered, but we dared to tell you this gospel in spite of strong opposition. So they strived to you know reach out to these people in Thessalonica. That's what they were striving for, um, and they faced opposition, and they were striving amidst this opposition. And then it says the motives. You know, it wasn't for impure motives. We weren't trying to trick you. Uh, we weren't. Um, we weren't trying, next verse, we weren't trying to please men, but God, um, we didn't use flattery. So now it talks about what he did. We didn't use flattery. We didn't put a mask to, to, to cover up our greed. Uh, we're, again, we're, uh, motives. We're not looking for the praise from men. And then, um, you know, what they did, well, we weren't a burden to you. Uh, we were gentle among you, like a mother for her children. And then, um, you know, motives again. We loved you so much that we were delighted. We were happy to share. And, uh, you know, then again, the striving. We worked. Verse 9, we worked night and day in order to not be a burden. So this, this, this is, you know, the pattern that he follows. Motivations, what he strove for what they actually did. And this, this is the pattern of this passage. And, um, to me, this, this spoke the most out, uh, spoke out to me the most on the topic of striving because, um, yeah, like in Romans, Paul gives a list. He's like, I was hungry. Uh, I know what it is to be hungry. I know what it is to be well-fed. I was shipwrecked for, and then spent three days in the open water. I was beaten. I was imprisoned. And he makes just like this laundry list of like, uh, you think you've suffered, I've suffered more. Um, uh, but it's, it's not really in that context. It's in the context of like, um, uh, yeah, like look at, uh, like I, I am, uh, I have suffered as well, you know, uh, for the gospel. And that's, uh, that's, that's what he's talking about there. But this, this to me highlights, what I struggle with the most, and that's that's this striving. Um, it doesn't seem like in this passage he accomplished anything, and and what I mean by that is, um, he talks as if it's not over yet, you know. Um, and that that spoke to me this week because I st I struggle with with. Uh, I've been struggling with the striving, the striving without, um, you know, in the midst of everything going wrong, the striving and, and, you know, getting no really physical reward or feeling any physical accomplishment for anything is it, still feeling like there's so much to do. Nothing's done. Um, nothing's been accomplished. And, and I really liked this passage because for me, it touched on that. He doesn't seem like the work is done to him. Um, and you, you really see, I mean, Paul doesn't in general, like talk about like the hardships of, um, of ministry, uh, 
he mentions it, but he he doesn't really talk about it in depth on a personal level. And uh, not how hard it was. And, uh, you know, he, don't, he also doesn't talk about, like, how much as a person he what he struggled with it's uh you know it's it's often with we and you know we did this and I wanted to do this and we and it's it's all in this big big picture of the um you know for for God and for the church and and to me this this passage stuck out the most of of his personal struggle and frustration um, verse 17, with an intense longing, um, you know, verse, um, uh, verse 18, we tried to come to you again and again, um, this sort of like oh, frustration in the tri- in the striving, you know, we, we work day and night, we, um, despite opposition, strong opposition, we did this, it's just, you could really tell that he was trying, right? And uh, and that to me just epitomized the, the struggle with with striving because I think the most frustrating thing is when you're striving and there's no like tangible finish line or there's no tangible um, reward. I mean, he says in the end, well, you know, what is our crown? What is our joy in the end? Is it not you? So there is, he, there is, you know, some level of satisfaction for him and his ministry when he sees like the growth of these people that he's reaching out to and see, seeing them be better and, and prosper. So he does, you know, get some of that physical, um, representation of his work, but, uh, you know, I just have been struggling with, you know, what do you do when you're striving and you you don't get a physical representation or you're you're striving and the work is just just never seems to be done and it never seems to be accomplished and it just never seems like you can do enough to get to a good point. And uh and I I really liked uh this passage. And um you know, it's, I think one of the frustrations with striving is the aspect of motivations, right? Like he talks a lot about uh, his motivations. Um, you know, we were speaking as men approved by God with interest with the gospel, not trying to please men. You know, we were, we we're not trying to trick you. We we're not trying to get money from you. You know, he talks about all of these these good motivations that he had, trying to encourage, comfort, and urging you to live lives where they're God. And he had these just these nice motivations, but his motivations didn't make the hardships go away. Um, you know, he talks about suffer for suffering from you and he talks you know the same with the Thessalonians you also you suffered from your own people it's the same way that um other churches suffered from those who killed Jesus and the prophets and drove us out so that this this aspect that they're 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 so 
much opposition and there's so much working against them despite having, you know, these good motivations to try and be like a father or a mother or, um, you know, trying to encourage them and lift them up. And and I think to me, that's, that's the hardest thing is like, good motivations don't negate the struggle, the struggle, you know, good motivations don't make it any easier. And, um, to me, that's been the hardest this week is this, this striving and struggling and not really getting any tangible movement forward. And, um, yeah, and this, this passage really spoke to me. I mean, Paul, of course, in general, in his letters seems superhuman, um, you know, always very much like, we can do it, you know, we're awesome, you can do it, you're awesome. And so, and, you know, and that's sort of the point of his letters, right, to encourage these people, you can do it, you know, to be a cheerleader, we're behind you, you can do it. And, um, and that's what these letters are, they're encouragement. And, um, and so I, I hope you you can get the same encouragement from this word and that, uh, you know, that it's even, even when it's hard, it's good to, good to press on. But, uh, yeah, I still, I still struggle with aspects of this, this passage. For example, you know, a lot of times in the church, you always hear that, like, it's for the kingdom of God, it's for the glory of God. And it just, it seems to, um, gloss over a bit, um, you know, what, I, w- I talked about this in previous episodes about this, like, overemphasis on, like, eternity and, like, life after death and, and not really in aspect, like, looking at, like, the physical world and saying, okay, like, what are we doing in this, this life that we own, this one life that we, we get, we only get one, and, you know, what are, what are we doing in this one? And, um, you know, how, um, how are we doing? Are we taking care of ourselves? Are we, are we taking care of other people in this, in this life? And, and I just, I struggle with this passage because it's, he's very heavy on this, right? Like for, for the kingdom of God, you know, it's almost like the movie, the kingdom of heaven, right? Like you can almost, uh, see the crusaders with their, um, their swords held high for the kingdom of God when you read this, when you read this passage. And um, and uh, you know, and that's again, motives, right? Motives don't negate the struggle. So you could have this 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 great motive but you know, what are your actions actually doing is what it comes down to, right? In this passage, it seems like his motivations match his actions. You know, he had this motivation to do it for God's glory, not people. So he didn't take money from them or he didn't lie to them or he didn't um, pretend to be someone else that he was not. And so that in this passage, it seems to just perfectly match his his 
pure motivation in his actions. Um, but I think that a lot of times when we see other Christians act or we ourselves act, it, it doesn't perfectly align. You know, we might have this awesome, you know, motivation in our head. It's for God. But then our actions are not comforting to other people or encouraging to other people or striving to bring joy to other people. And, um, and there's often this, this, this disconnect. And, um, and I think that's the greatest struggle for me also. It's just aligning my motivations with my actions and, uh, you know, thinking from the other person's shoes about how they would perceive my actions and how in that perception would they agree with me? Would they agree that I'm being encouraging, comforting, and urging? Or, you know, because it's just not enough. It's not enough for me to have that motivation. It's not going to do anyone any good if all I'm doing is having a motivation for encouraging, comforting, and urging, and my actions don't match with other people's perception. You know, and some sometimes that just takes extra effort, right? To, to make sure that your actions are perceived that way by other people. Sometimes it takes further explanation. Sometimes it takes a little bit more carefulness in, in what you do and what you say. And, and that's, that's tough. That's tough. And, uh, you know, Paul had the benefit of this letter. He, you know, he could spell it out for people like, oh, we did this because we didn't want to do this. We didn't want to be a burden to you. We, we acted this way because we didn't want to take money from you. We, you know, we, and so he has the benefit of this letter of explanation. Um, but sometimes we don't get that chance to provide a letter of explanation. And, um, I think that that's the hardest part for me is matching my actions with that perception. And, um, yeah, and sometimes it just, just feels like striving for nothing. You know, it just feels like striving in vain or striving for nothing. And, um, it's like the, the concept of ideals only take you so far, right? Like, and so it's, it's been, it's frustrating to, um, to still have these same struggles, um, especially when Paul talks about working day and night to not be a burden. That's just like, I feel you. I feel you, you know, just like working day and night just to like not be a burden. I I don't even feel like I can achieve that sometimes, you know, like struggling just to like feed myself, like, or like struggling to just like be able to pay a little bit back for, you know, the fact that I'm sleeping on someone's couch. Like it just, You know, and uh, and it's just so frustrating. 
you know, the job, the endless job hunting, the, the waiting, the waiting. And, uh, it's really frustrating. And sometimes it's easy for me to get lost in all of that working day and night to be a burden and not, you know, focusing on having the, the motivation to comfort and encourage and love other people around me. And that's, uh, yeah, so I just really liked this passage this week. Just really spoke to me on so many levels. And, uh, yeah. And I know... I know that maybe for you, sometimes you'd, you felt like it's striving in vain, you know, it's, uh, hmm. except for coffee, coffee is one way, but never striving in vain, never striving in vain for coffee. Um, yeah, I don't know that for you, it's been the same way. Sometimes it just feels like all of that effort for nothing. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to say this week that I get that. And I would love to just tell you the cliche thing of, uh, you're doing, you're doing it right. Keep at it. Um, because that's what I've been trying to tell myself this week. You might not have a physical representation or um, of, of, you know, or you may not have reached this point of quote-unquote success that you want to be at, but um, you know, striving to love and encourage and comfort and um, others is is a great, is is a motivation worth striving for against opposition. And, uh, you know, in whatever that is, whether it's in social justice, whether it's in um, talking to people about Jesus, whether it's in fighting for your rights, whether it's in just reaching out and telling someone you're thinking about them and you're there for them, even though you're not physically there for them. It's worth it, though you might even get strong opposition from them. (laughs) I don't know. It's tough. I think loving and working for people and being there for people is the hardest thing in this world. It's the hardest thing to figure out. And uh, oftentimes it doesn't have a reward. And oftentimes it feels like you're just in a constant state of learning, you know. So I get it. Totally get it. And I think striving to love and encourage and comfort other human beings is an epic motivation that's worth all of the struggle. So, 
I wish you luck this week doing that. And I hope that you can look at this passage and hear my perspective and know that other people have been there. And it's worth fighting for. Thanks again on joining me on this week's edition of Word of the Day, and I hope to see you next time.